0: When surveyor Alan Cunningham visited a knoll outside of Brisbane on the 6th of July, 1828, he started the clearing of all vegetation except for one large gum tree. From around 1842, that mountain was called One Tree Hill. Later it was named Mount Cootha or Guja, from the Yugara language as it is an important dark honey bee site. Mount Cootha is five kilometres from Brisbane City and sits beside an ancient Aboriginal pathway that starts in the city as Coronation Drive and turns into Moggol Road. Mogul is an English word for margol, the eastern water dragon, a Yugurra significant being. Our songlines that maintain the land laws run along ancient pathways such as these and continue to travel all over Australia. When we were kids... My dad was a drover. My mum's dad was a drover. So we've got three generations in our family, probably four generations in our family, of a droving system. And when the British first came to Australia, they used our Aboriginal pathways to open up the country for beef and sheep. And the really smart people who came they befriended the Aboriginal people and employed them to help them open up the country. And it was really important to acknowledge in our research that there was people in our clan and in our nation that helped the whole opening up of Australia. So they would take them from each waterhole to the next waterhole. And mainly when you're travelling, there is like a day or two days' walk between waterholes or water spaces. And they could be hidden wells or springs. Those tracks became stock routes and most of them became major roads. So a lot of our major outback tracks were the old Aboriginal pathways. One of these important songlines runs west, past Mount Cootha, and travels right across Australia to Carnarvon on the west coast, where it turns north and south and runs all around Australia. This story is known as Freshwater Dreaming and is about Kung the water mother, who is responsible for filling all the rivers, lakes, waterholes and springs with fresh water. Her co-worker and law keeper, Mudagara, is the one that made all those rivers, lakes, waterholes and springs. He visits all of these special places and looks after them, making sure people follow the land law around protecting and respecting fresh water. So some of our station owners were really protective and others just shot us like dogs. At that stage, Aboriginal people were getting shot out at great numbers. So some of the tribes or nations strategically made friends with the the station owners who they knew respected them. So there was this system of reciprocity around you can use our land and our water as long as you protect us. So it was that whole process of survival and how you work to survive. And it was really interesting to go back and research that through the family and know that my German father, who was a drover, employed all the local mob and took them with him. If he was travelling one way, he would take people from that neighbouring country with him on the trip because they would sing the cattle through over the gateways and if we didn't have them with us to sing to the local spirits, to let them know we were coming in and we, not, we weren't causing trouble, the cattle would rush. So Dad had this system where he would take the people that he needed to take with him, but he would be employing them and they would come with us and those old fellas would go first and they would sing the cattle through because there was nobody there to visit and wait and, and see you through now. So it was those old people knowing the system of singing the song to get through there, to get permission to go through there, that actually got us through safely with all of our cattle. The Yolongu in Arnhem Land have two sugar bag dreamings belonging to the two Maoris of Dawa and Yirritcha. The Dawa refers to the nest with a long-nosed Yipani or tubular wax entrance that extends out from the dower stringy bark tree. This is a defence to keep out the small intruders like the bee fly or wasp who come for the nutritious contents in their nest. barakata, or short nosed bee, is also the cheeky bee that bites. This honey is gathered when it's time to do cultural burning, so the smoke chases the bees to avoid their defensive bites. The Birika wongora bee is associated with fresh water and flood water because this stingless bee lives in Malaluka paperbark swamps and gathers pollen from the paperbark flowers. The Mount Kutha or Guja in Brisbane and the Kovoyangilla bees in Carby in the Mary River Valley are linked to bee dreaming all across Australia. The songlines run in conjunction with the major freshwater pathway which links them to all major watercourses. First Nations people who identify as bee people also have a plant being that they are responsible for. This link comes with a responsibility to maintain the plant or tree being from that particular place and to keep the bees alive. This means that when people travel to and from these countries they take those responsibilities with them. Like Yolongu the Yugura and Kabi peoples have sites and stories from their ancestors that connect bees with their cosmology, like Nalamboy, who have a connection with water, trees, bees and their honey.